Hi guys, welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. On the couch I have Ryan. Ryan is the founding partner of K50 Ventures. Welcome to the couch, Ryan. Thanks, it's great to be here. Quite the comfy couch. Uh, how you doing, Nathana? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing really good. I'm doing really good. Um, so basically, we, we actually get founders on the couch. Um, talk about their products, talk about um, um, the journeys that has led them to where their product is today and the impact this product is making, you know. And so um, we're going to just jump right into this conversation. What is K50 Ventures? Like, what is the mission here? Yeah. Um, and, and given that you, you typically work with founders or at least talk to founders on the on the podcast i'll kind of explain it in terms of like what is our product and and why there's so many venture firms out there um why are we why are we different and um and how do we start um so the the k50 story is an interesting one um because we basically started to invest um the the mission of K50 to, to and, and then I can kind of get into the to the history is um, the mission of K50 is to to back founders um, and support them in, in their journey at the earliest stages. So we focus on pre-seed and seed um, as far as stage. Um, we're we're really I would say really focused on pre-seed. However, we do invest in at seed, um, and so that's pre-launch. That's like a couple of founders have a great idea. Um, are really passionate about a particular problem. Um, and as long as we align with the problem that they're solving, um, then it, it makes sense it, for, for us to invest. And, and so we'll typically invest around anywhere between, in this particular fund, 150 to 250K. Um, in, previ- in, in, in other funds, we've, we've invested um, uh, similar amounts. Um, and then we, then we also follow on in, in, into our companies as well. Um, the, the, I think the unique piece about K50 is really our mission, um, when it comes to, uh, like making life better for the 99%. Um, and that's really what the problems that we're looking to solve are kind of all draw back to that. And so we focus on who is this consumer that we're focused on. So the, the consumer that that we're really trying to to, to solve problems for uh, is the middle class everyday consumer, um, not just here in the U.S. where I'm based today, but also in emerging markets. And so okay. 60% of our our companies are in the U.S. and 40% are in emerging markets. So I think okay. it's just another kind of unique angle. Um, and um, in addition to that middle class everyday consumer is also this SMB entrepreneur. And so uh, I think these folks have uh, in the US, you could think of folks that are 1099 independent contractors. You could think of the freelancer. You could think of the creator. You could think of the person that owns a um, one restaurant. Um, you could think of the small landlord. You could think of, you know, it, there's various different, you know, SMB entrepreneurs or small um, kind of less than 10 people entrepreneurs. And we're also 
we've also been investing in a lot of companies that kind of service this this particular person because both of these consumers very similar across um, uh, emerging markets in U.S. I, I think it's a, it's it's a it's I think it's a different kind of um, level of kind of lack of access to credit markets. Um, the health benefits that these guys have access to are um, for the most part um, not great um, and the uh, food transportation etc and then on that on the SMB side I think it's it's kind of how do we give that this particular like entrepreneur access to what enterprises have access to um, and, and how do we help them kind of make a better living um, so that they can put food on the table for their own families and, you know, increase their quality of life. So that's the, that's our focus as far as an investor. Um, and I think it, it's what makes us unique because we very much care about these problems that we're, that that founders are are solving and we're investing in and, and supporting and then i think the the kind of two other big pieces are um and we can probably get into more of this in the in the podcast but um is our focus on on early stage um the fact that we're geographically agnostic and we have a focus in emerging markets in the u.s um and then our our value add is is uh pretty focused on helping companies with, with fundraising. And then we have a really amazing community that we do a lot of community work with. Um, so we have over 150 companies all focused on these particular problems, which is, which is, I think is pretty cool to join as a, as a, as a founder. Okay. 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 Um, I think that's really pretty, um, interesting. I like the fact that, um, there's a focus on everyday consumers. Um, there's also a focus on um, SMBs. I don't know how far um, your fund goes into SMBs. Do you go as far as um, backing SaaS products, um, marketplace products, you know, things like that? We have done some SaaS products specifically targeting SMBs. Um, but it kind of comes from the point of like business in a box for the, um, for instance, we have a company called Nirvana health and they're building a business in a box for, um, uh, for therapists. Um, and as a therapist, it's really difficult to get payment. Um, cause most of the time it's out of pocket. And so maybe you're taking payments from Square or cash or check or what have you. Um, but in addition to out of pocket, because it's so freaking expensive to get therapy, um, you end up having uh, a, a lot of people want to do in-network payments. Well, it's really difficult to go in-network when it comes to insurance, specifically in the US, this company's in the US. Um, as a therapist, uh, these folks don't have you know two or three people helping them with back office so we 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 uh we invested in nirvana to kind of tackle that particular problem and i think what's what's interesting about it and where i think our where we where we're really folk where where i think it gets us really excited um and where we can put a lot of weight behind 
the company is where the company is not only tackling something for a for an SMB kind of entrepreneur like a therapist that but it's also within healthcare and it's also helping drive down the cost of 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 mental health care for the average consumer. So when it when it touches both I think is the most interesting. Okay. Where where it's a SaaS tool for this SMB entrepreneur but it's also going to help the end consumer which is that consumer that we focus on. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. So um so far how many funds you know have you raised at K50 and you know how's deployment like was how's how's the journey been basically? Yeah, so um when we raised our first fund um underneath so K50 has a, a as a bit of a of a long history and I'll I'll give you the the abridged version. Um and happy to kind of double click into whatever you think is 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 helpful for the for the folks out there. Um but there's Kairos um which started off as a mission-driven founder community. And so K50 has been short for Kairos 50. So Kairos started off as a mission-driven founder community in 2007 and we basically supported mission driven founders from all over the world um started off in the US um and uh then grew outside of the US to roughly 30 plus countries and you could kind of look at it as like a talent incubator uh where we weren't taking equity in these companies we were really just supporting these founders um uh, by giving them access to great events to meet really great people that could either be mentors or business or customers or investors um and then of course to meet other founders. And so in 2016 um we actually started our first fund. Um and in that first fund we had two different strategies. One was um we got really excited about building companies um and helping uh our founders and really being actively involved. We realized we couldn't do that for every single company. Um and so we were also an investor in 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 many other companies. Um and while we were going through that um we kind of realized we had two different strategies. One was a venture studio um which is now um you know five companies um a, a completely separate fund, a completely separate team. Um and that's under Kairos HQ. Um you can you can check that out. Um www.kairoshq.com and check out what we're doing at Kairos. Um and then I um I built a new team and raised a new fund to build out K50 Ventures. Um and uh along the way um we also uh raised two scout funds um where we were putting um 50k checks into uh into companies as well um and so overall across the whole entire group um we have now five funds and and um within K50 Ventures like we manage uh uh four of them okay Okay, okay, that makes sense. Um and how how are these being deployed? So you mentioned a lot of um 40% of um um K50 portfolio is outside of the US and in Madrid. 
what emerging market Latin America, Africa, you know, where where how how is this distributed? Like um how Yeah. Yeah, it's a good good question. Um so we have most of our uh most of our investments um in emerging markets. I would say a, a lion's share of them are in Latin America. Um okay. but we have we have a we have a handful of companies um in in Africa, Middle East, India and parts of Southeast Asia. And so the way it looks like in terms of percentages is around 60% of our companies are in the US, around 30% of our companies are in in Latin America and about 10% of our companies are in other emerging markets. And I I, I that number will come up and our um our number in into into companies in the US will come down a bit as we continue to raise funds. Okay. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So, um why I'm asking is because um lots of lot of I would say VCs that um focus or like have, you know, an allocation for emerging markets are all focused in um, you know, Gulf region, um Latin American region and not so much happening in the African side. And so I'm 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 always really really particular about that. So I'd like to know um I don't know I'm, I'm, I mean um you back a lot of companies but can you like remember some of the companies in Africa specifically that you've backed? Can you remember any? Yeah, no totally. Um so we have the most recent company that we invested in is a company called Gokada. Oh, Gokada. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and so yeah, you do know them cool. So yeah, so for the for list for the listeners, Gokada is a is a company um uh, based in Lagos. Um and they were doing ride hailing until yeah. they had a massive ban, which was yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah. crazy for the company to go through. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. And uh the company also lost its founder um yeah. in, in a pretty tragic story. Um yeah yeah really recently too and and just a terrible like terrible story for the for the family and everything and and so that the the family really rallied around Gokada as as the founder Fahim's kind of vision for you know wanting to build companies in in both Southeast Asia and and Africa and and even the Middle East and and has done um it's been it's been incredible to watch so the company went from ride hailing to then they started doing um basically deliveries and um they just launched their super app they're doing incredibly well um and this has been you know a incredible story for uh both the Gokada team and the and the um and uh the family of of Fahim to basically rally behind which is which was really really cool to see and and um i'd always heard really great things about Fahim and so we actually invested actually after um um everything happened oh, wow. um yeah Fahim and, actually was actually a really a really amazing person um i had a lot of good things about him you know really sure. yeah i mean he has i mean it's it's uh, I always hear that and and uh I wish I wish I would have I would have had the pleasure of meeting him I've I've met his I've met his sister 
Um, and uh, I really was just inspired by the group behind, like, and why they wanted to build Gokata. And I thought, you know, this is a, an incredible mission to support. And uh, the business has been doing exceptionally well um, as they've been, you know, as COVID has started to kind of at least loosen up a bit. Um, and uh, and the business and the as the business has kind of pivoted into the the super app to be to be able to a order um, food um, from Gokata, um, also order anything from their shop, um, and of course do uh, uh, send and accept uh, um, uh, deliveries, um, whether that's from a a restaurant or an office or your friend or whoever is just moving things around. Yeah. yeah. And they basically, <clears throat> they give, they give a great like financial stability to, uh, over a thousand, um, drivers today and, and, and hopefully, you know, many, many more. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And so, so we've, we've invested in several companies in, in Africa. I think it's always cool to talk about the the most recent investment but we've done some uh, a lot of things in in healthcare so helium health and and health lane um and life stores um and then we've done some stuff in 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 the fintech space and with uh, a company called cowrie wise and oh, wow, some others companies <laughs> yeah so we've we've um we've had quite a um we've we've you know i think when we're going into an emergency we usually like to uh, invest with a uh, uh, an investor that's on the ground and yeah. and really know the company through through the investor and then and then what we do and typically this is how we find a lot of our companies. So if you're a founder, um, I think it's get close with the founders in our portfolio um, or the founders in any you know in in any um, vc's portfolio because that's how we that's how we actually source a lot of our companies is like founders will say hey here's a here's a founder that's solving a really cool problem or here's a really cool problem that you guys should solve like here are some companies that we know in the space and so that's that's kind of how we that's how we found um a lot of the companies i mentioned okay 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 that makes sense that makes sense really amazing really amazing um and so um i think the next question I, I really want to ask you is, how how did the journey start? I know you have kind of told me a version of how um, um, Kairos started um, from the founders community to breaking up the first um, HQ to you know building on this, right? So, but I I really want to know the motivation behind K50 itself, you know, as an entity. Um, yeah. Ventures, you know, what was what, that? Um, it's, it's cool because the story is kind of, uh, unfolding as, as we speak. So about in 2019, we, we were, we were raising our, our fund for, uh, our next fund for the studio and, um, which was super exciting. And I, I love the founders that are, that are, that we've, you know, partnered up with in the, in the studio and, and my, my teammates there are, are, are my best friends um, and almost like family. So Zoe and, and Uncle and, and Alex, they're all, we, we were in the trenches together for such a long time. And I've known, I've known, you know, Uncle and Alex for, for 
you know, 10 plus years. So it's been, it's been pretty cool to, to see everything kind of align the way it, it has, um, as we've, you know, brought, uh, as Kairos, well, I guess even more than 10 years. So as we, as we brought Kairos to life in a different way, um, and what I was always super excited about was, and what I've always been excited about was, you know, um, being supportive of of founders in their their early journey and helping out where I could and and kind of being the you know the to give a basketball term like the sixth man or like the person that's you know the, the on the bench um uh but you know coming in coming in at at at, at different times throughout the life of the company to, to yeah. really help in help out dig in um and so as we brought the studio to life, I, I noticed that um, I felt like if we wanted to continue our efforts with backing founders super early and investing in the the you know in in them and their their journey and, and continuing to solve you know problems that can, are unsolved today, and I think we'll. All, like will continue to be unsolved as as like not all these companies are successful um i realized that we needed to you know create a new team and create it create a create a new entity to in order to do this and so that's what we've been working on for you know we we first we propped up the, the fund and and started backing more founders and and brought on a, a, a team and so you've met some of the the team members which have, have been incredible and so shout out to stephanie jessica. and adriel and jessica um brought in some incredible venture partners across um uh in latin america and um and and some other markets um and some lps that really wanted to support us in our mission and have been supporting us in our mission for you know years and 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 saw the 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 vision for for what we wanted to build and so that, that the i think that to get back to your question that it's two things i mean it's it's the one it's the people and two it's the mission and that's why we that's why i why we kind of started k50 ventures and it's been it's been incredible working with all of these people for many, many, many years, like way longer than, than, than what we've been doing to date. But, um, and I'm, I'm super excited for how this is going to continue to unfold. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Um, I have um, a lot more questions on the emerging market front, right? So, um, sure. first and foremost, how, um, you said there's a fund that cuts 50k checks and then there's another fund that cuts um 150 to 200k so i really want to understand how like you invest in companies and then how long the process you know takes from getting to meet a company to deciding whether this is a yes or a no and you know what due diligence is if it's, in, if it's a yes and all of that process like how long does it take you know can you run me through it yeah totally so we um just on the check size piece we we've just you know we had we kind of were testing out a a new model and and we kind of put together these scout funds and um 
that was that was what the 50k checks were for um as we move forward and and we continue to evolve i think i realized that we could just have these more like scout checks in our current fund um and so we'll we'll continue to see how that how that plays out um I've, i have some different opinions and ideas for for how we can really leverage our founder community and the um the folks in our network that you know want to be in, involved in in working with us and partnering with us um and however um are not going to be you know full-time partners and investors so how can we how can we kind of like have scout our scout program evolve into kind of like scout version two so I, i'd say stay tuned for that um and uh and if you are interested in 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 what that might be but by, by all means feel free to <clears throat> get in touch dm me on twitter or 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 email um in terms of process um you know it's funny because a lot of vcs processes are so opaque we try to be as transparent as possible and internally externally with our community everything we try to really kind of and we try to also document a lot of what we are investing in in our process um we have a a a, a post that we're going to do specifically around this um so that founders are you know no more not a it's not some mystical event that happens so to cut to the chase um process is pretty simple um we have we usually take take our first call with the founder um if we if we are aligned and we think that there's uh it makes sense from a um mission perspective um or a thesis fit um then we will um usually take a like say okay we are committing time to actually dig in on this company um and that's when it that's when we usually that's when we usually um take a uh a deeper look at the company and we start to go through and craft an investment memo um and so we're usually looking at financials cap table um if they have these things and um we're 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 also digging into um competitors um uh market landscape um exit scenario what does this have to get to in order for for this to be a good fund investment um from an lp's perspective um and uh if that all goes well we say okay problem so first is like identify and al- analyze the problem second is identify and analyze the market unit economics what does this look like from a business model perspective really truly understand the product and get to know the founder then it passes like a second gate and we usually invite the and that can take you know one to two weeks sometimes three weeks if if we're depending on how busy we are um with other you know companies that we're looking at um then it goes moves into an all partner meeting where all of our partners get to meet the founders the founders get to meet our the partners they get to ask a bunch of questions about who we are and this is usually we're like pretty excited about the company and a lot of i would say we have a pretty high success rate from an all partner meeting to an actual investment we try not to waste um the founder's time if we don't think it's going to get there 
Um, and once we go into an all partner meeting, um, then we do reference checks on the founders. We speak with all the investors. We um, start to do kind of a deeper level of due diligence when it comes to kind of, okay, we're super interested in this business. This is a, if it goes well, right? If it doesn't go well, we'll just let the founder know we won't do any of this. Okay. Um, and then, um, and then we'll, then we'll, you know, craft the terms and make an investment. Now that process can be, uh, we can get that process down to maybe three, four days, like, so in a week. Um, however, that, that means like, we're, you know, basically pushing everything else that we're doing to the side and specifically focusing on it and taking a whole entire day to like, really just manage this. So often, you know, VC's calendar is like filled up, like completely filled up by, by calls, whether it's like talking to investors or talking to LPs or talking to founders um, or going through due diligence. So usually like, yeah, usually your calendar is filled up for two, 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 three weeks to like, so to basically get rid of everything on your calendar to, to focus on something immediately is it's pretty difficult and that's why it takes time to 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 close a round of funding so in any case i hope i answered your question um but oh, yeah. happy to happy to dig in on whatever you think might make sense oh yeah oh yeah that makes sense that makes sense to me um and so you do you do um mostly um precede stage investment um what what kind of what kind of um i would say um control requirements you need you always need to sit on your board um you 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 mentioned the the whole um situation in africa where you actually prefer to co-invest with locals um you know so like how does that work um and and what is it that you require from these founders you know and around what valuations uh, uh, you know, your investments typically around since you've got like over hundred K checks. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're typically investing around 200, 250 K in from this fund. And as, as our funds grow and we'll, we'll, we'll invest a bit more. Um, I think a lot of our, a lot of our founders have been, have been, have been interested in us, um, investing more capital. Um, typically, we're looking at, I mean, depending on the stage of the business, um, we're typically looking pre-seed at less than 10 million bucks post money. Um, and I would say more often than not, we're shooting for seven or below. Okay. Um, in emerging markets, that tends to be closer to five. And this is just because the exits are, you know, lower in, in these, um, regions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then for, and that's for pre-seed pre-launch, right? Okay. Um, in seed stage companies, we're typically seeing companies that are closing like and and this could still be pre-seed pre-launch but it's a it's a founder that's you know started a company before um uh for the most part at seed where we usually like to see i mean if somebody's raising at between a 10 and 
and $15 million valuation, we, we usually like to see a little bit of data um, on, on, the, on, the, on the company, um, but sometimes you, you don't, right? So um, that's the typical valuations and, and our, uh, our strategy is basically invest a very similar amount of money um, across all of the companies. Um, uh, however, if it's, you know, much lower valuation we're we're, we're typically targeting like a three, 4%, um, uh, in the company. Okay. 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 That makes, that makes perfect sense. Um, I think basically, um, this is all the questions I actually have for you. I think this has been an interesting conversation, you know, understanding KFC Ventures and how you go about your business, understanding the process, um, understanding how you get to meet founders, um, especially, you know, in emerging markets and how you get to, you know, deploy capital. Um, I think it's really, really been great. Um, and so I'd like to say thank you so, so much, Ryan, for, you know, coming to our city. It's been, it's been a pleasure of mine. And I think this has been interesting. What do you think? Yeah, no, this has been fun, man. I it's it's always great to to share the share the story. It's it's um it's such a it's such a fun. I can't believe that this is you know what I get to do for a for a living um, because it's just it's so exciting and fun. Of course, there's a lot of work to do um, and a lot of you know it, I th- the work is endless, um, but it's but it's exciting so. Um, and it's good. It's, it's great to be here and, and share more with, uh, with you and, and all the folks out there that are listening and, um, would love to, uh, would love to connect, um, with, uh, with founders and, and that are, you know, operating within the, um, within the, the sectors that we focus on, um, which are health and wellness. Um, and, and inside there is, is obviously food, um, and uh, education, finance, housing, and future work. And you can find our, our medium, uh, which shares a lot more about what we're focused on, our website at www.k50ventures.com. And we're pretty active on Twitter and, and LinkedIn. So um, find us there. Um, and uh, thanks thanks for, for having me. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you to and for everyone listening. Um, you already, you know, had a good time. So I'll say subscribe, share tips with your friends, and until. Next-